This is the Pursuit of Endurance podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pursuit of Endurance podcast. I'm Nikhil. Hello, hello, hello everybody. This is Arpana. We are absolutely thrilled to be back after a what seems like a really really long time and thank you so much for some of the messages that we got. Yeah. Uh while we were away, some of you know why we were out. Um well, I did catch the catch the virus in April yeah. of uh or April of this year. Uh what seemed like a very mild infection turned into a uh very long and debilitating uh experience for 4 to 5 months but well we're not here to talk about my sob stories uh of how I suffered through the last 4 5 months what we wanted to share really was the experience of returning back to ex- exercise and some recommendations and we are by no way experts at this it's really coming from our experience so top 5 things um, according to me and arpana uh, that uh, we could do or anybody who has been affected by uh, either covid or any other illness to be honest uh, to return to exercise so first one uh, is a mindset shift uh, the first thing and probably the most challenging thing for me in the first few weeks uh, was the fact that I thought it was it was mild and my body could handle it uh but I always thought that I'm at a level that I'll go back to what I was very quickly uh but it really uh doesn't work that way unfortunately especially with this uh this sort of an infection um and what I had to tell myself was that I should be training where I am at that point and moment uh versus training where I was uh when maybe i was at my peak uh in you know before i felt sick so that's one thing um and i read this book uh by john joseph called the positive mental attitude um it's well it's available anywhere you guys want to buy um it does include a lot of explicative language but um you know john joseph is a uh is a vegan triathlete but and he speaks about positive mental attitude it's it's really really amazing uh it's it's very simple and self explanatory uh but listening to that really helped me think about where i am um and what i should look ahead you know one of the things that i i deliberately had to do for myself was have a very long term view and really shift my existing you know goals and ambitions at least from from an endurance perspective and um one of the other things in terms of shifting mindset was was to not compare uh myself to my previous self yeah um i think it's one of the um most difficult situations to be in that's something that hit me um quite a bit when i started seeing Nikhil go through this difficult time and I also have seen a few other uh, uh, people that we know who are struggling with something or the other maybe an accident and they can't go back to uh, where they were before or it could be just covid or any other illness so um 
you know it really did strike me that it is a very difficult time to just be able to um uh, go through this whole thing how to handle uh, how to not keep feeling terrible about where you are right now uh, as compared to where you were before so all of that is mentally absolutely absolutely frustrating and draining um so uh, i think uh, there are a couple of things i want to say about that uh one being uh, you know this is just recommendation as a psychologist one being um, you know uh, if you are someone who is going through a difficult time like that um and really you know getting frustrated and stressed and what not about the whole deal which is op- obviously normal um be open to talk talking about it to your close friends and family members uh, rather than assuming that maybe they don't want to hear your sob story anymore you know that you know you don't want to stress them out anymore more than it it already has been um uh, make sure that you talk to them tell them what's going on for you because if you tell them two things will happen one is that you will have an outlet you will have a way to talk about what's going on with you secondly your loved ones will also know what's going on and you you can get closer than farther away so don't assume that they would not want to listen to you or you don't want to burden them that actually is never really true you know even if they do feel somewhat stressed at the moment but really in the long run it will only bring you closer so make sure that you talk to people talk to people who care about you secondly um the ones who are there supporting you know maybe uh, this is for the family members or the friends that you know uh, the person might be talking to make sure that you listen and not advise and don't give false promises such as oh don't worry it'll be fine you know uh, yeah i know i know what you're going through I, those kind of um you know stale sort of responses don't help what will really help is if you can just listen understand that it is a very normal thing what they're going through they could feel really happy one day and the next day it could be you know um a lot of sadness a lot of disappointment and what not so you the person might go through all of these ups and downs but what's important for you as a caregiver or a you know loved one what's important for you to do is to just be there for them just hear them out just say yes i know i can imagine this is a hard time you know with time maybe you know we can work towards it so those kind of things might help rather than saying come on it'll be fine don't feel sad don't feel bad those kind of uh, lines actually don't help so those are two very important things i just wanted to recommend here yeah and two very important things so that was mindset shift the second piece of recommendation really is uh, a health check before getting back into exercise i know all literature uh, any website you look at any health and fitness website it's pretty blatantly out there that you need to go to your doctor but how many of us truly do that um to truly go back and check in with our doctors to see if we can really come back to exercise uh 
you know, I've I've googled the hell out of uh, out of this subject, and you know, there's there's many recommendations. You know, they outline stages of how to return back to play, return back to exercise, you know, stage one through stage seven. But one size doesn't really fit all, um, and I think it's very important that we first check in with our primary caregiver, with our physician, and um, and more importantly, just look at where how we feel uh, before going back uh, to where we were and really think about think about a graduated way of bringing things back. Uh, a few things I definitely checked uh, was um, a CRP. Uh, it's called C-reactive protein for inf- inflammation. Um, I really suffered through inflammation quite a bit, uh, you know, when I was ill. But we should also know that inflammation is uh, doesn't always happen when you're sick, it also happens when we exercise, when we put a, put strain on our aerobic system, put strains on our muscles, inflammation happens then as well. So if you are even mildly sick and you put that strain on your system, it's going to exaggerate that inflammation. It's gonna make you feel that much more tired. So one of the, one of the constant tests I got done um, I guess every month or every few weeks was the CRP, C-reactive protein. Um, and then uh, I did get my heart checked, uh, ECG, uh, because there's, uh, again, literature and some cases about myocarditis, which, uh, you know, again, I am no doctor by any means. This is uh, this was all gibberish to me, but myocarditis is, um, uh, it affects the heart. Uh, if you if you overwork it, um, and it could be quite dangerous to the extent that it could be fatal. So the, those are the two things at a minimum to get done, uh, as well as consult with a physician. Um, and uh, that's that's my second recommendation from a from health check perspective. The third piece um, is is to do an assessment. Is to really do a self assessment. Uh, you may be, you know, at a certain fitness level before you fell sick. Uh, you could measure that based on, you know, how much, uh, what's your heart rate, what's your pace, etc. And if you try to do the same thing um, after you've recovered or as you're recovering, those those metrics will clearly be very different. So please, uh, you know, my advice is to do a self-assessment to see the difference between where you were and where you are right now. So you can then progress from then on. Um, and, you know, um, most of you guys who are athletes know this, check in on the heart rate, um, perceived exertion, uh, of course, monitor heart rate daily, not just while you uh, exercise, but also uh, when you wake up uh, and how how the rhythm of the heart is throughout the day. Um, of course, everybody now knows about the SpO2, the oxygen levels as well through the day and how that behaves. Um, tracking progress uh, really uh, to me has been to be very specific with my training uh, as well as, you know, I'm a numbers guy. So I, I like to see, I like to measure uh, progress. Uh, it'll also help us, um, you know, with some level of consistency. Point number four, recommendation number four, regain strength. And when I say strength, it isn't the pace at which one can run or bike or swim uh, or how much weight one can lift. It really is 
regaining some muscular endurance uh, with a very graduated return. One of the mistakes I definitely did was to go as I felt better. Um, I, I was asked to push hard if I could, which I did. And within 24 hours, I was, um, I was crushed right? to the extent that uh, I had to take a week off. So my recovery period from any sort of a workout was at a minimum four to five days. So I could do some activity once in four days. So, uh, and partly that was because I went too hard on one day. Uh, so regain strength, uh, not just the aerobic piece of it, but also muscular endurance. One of the biggest, you know, fitness loss that happens is with uh, loss of muscle, right? And this is again, purely from personal experience, some of the biggest muscles melt away very, very quickly. You know, I've researched the hell out of this. There's a very good video on YouTube by Dr. Eric Berg on muscle loss. Um, as you as you are sick, some of the first muscles you will lose are your quads and hamstrings and glutes. Uh, so it'll, it'll make you very weak. Uh, to me, it was very visible. You know, I'm trying to build that back and get my legs back to looking like how they were. Uh, they still look like skeleton legs right now. Uh, but regaining strength is very important with some very graduated strength resistance exercises, as well as uh, some low intensity aerobic work. Last point, and probably something that is the most important one with or without the COVID scene, uh, really is diet. Arpana helped me a lot with my recovery, with all the support mentally, as well as physically, but also tremendously with the diet. I was uh, binging on anti-inflammatory diet. I was completely off uh, all fried food, definitely off alcohol. And uh, the anti-inflammatory diet really helped me. Basically, I think I ended up doing a lot of reading about what kind of food um, to um, give Nikhil. So we ended up including a lot of berries, uh, like blueberries especially and um, some kiwi for some extra vitamin C and grapefruit and uh, avocados, uh, a lot of nuts, walnuts, cashew, almonds. So yeah, we just tried to include as much uh, good food as possible. It wasn't like he wasn't already having some of these, but I guess we really... Um, we really increased the quantity quite a bit and made sure that he got this consistently on a regular basis. So, I mean, this is not just for COVID-related stuff. It could be just all of these foods are, um, which we probably haven't um, uh, realized before or haven't really read through before, but all these anti-inflammatory food is excellent for any of us um, who are into endurance-related sports. Why am I not getting those anymore? Uh, <laughs> um, you're getting better <laughs> well i am getting better you know the i i would really look forward to my anti-inflammatory bowl every day um, and you know it's it's delicious one of the other things around that was also balancing the macros i think we were making sure we still do that uh, but just a lot more attention to making sure that we have the right amount of protein fat and carb uh, and around carb we I think fully almost cut out anything that's refined, like the white rice and whatnot, yeah. uh, because that also 
increases um, you know inflammation in one yeah. way so you can't have a big bowl of anti-inflammatory uh, food and then uh, the next meal can't be a big bowl of white rice because it would just uh, it won't work together and around the diet uh, another thing that that I did was also check on all the all the vitamins my b12 was low my d was low all the all the alphabets they they all seemed low in one way or the other uh, so i did have to supplement I, I think predominantly because i was stuck inside the house for so long uh, without any long-term sunlight it's uh, it's i think it just bleached everything out of my system so getting um, getting that check very quickly um, and supplementing it at least for a bit until one feels back to a certain balanced level i think is also important that's uh top five mindset shift health check a self-assessment work on regaining strength and pay special attention to diet as you return to exercise return to play uh again not necessarily from coming out of covid uh from any illness and this is based on my personal experience a few things that i did take away in some of those really dark depressing days was was truly to enjoy the process of recovery and to be able to do any sort of an activity i was super grateful uh, that i was able to get back uh, even walk run um you know doing some some level of activity that i used to that's i'm super grateful that i'm able to do it there are still scores and scores of people who are suffering who are enduring after all this while and many of them clinically have recovered but are still suffering through especially the aftermaths of covid-19 uh you know there's a lot of what's called as a long covid you know symptoms and syndromes that are still still out there I'm super grateful that I'm able to record this podcast um very honestly and every day I think of this and I'm uh, very grateful to have my wife uh, who's uh, pulled me out of this one of the biggest things that I've seen with people who are undergoing some sort of um difficult period like covid um long covid or an accident or some sort of a health related issue or anything of that sort um usually people tell them to be strong and they also try to look strong act strong never be uh never be vulnerable never allowing themselves to be vulnerable uh trying really hard to have a really brave face um i i'm not sure it's actually very helpful to do that uh firstly i don't think people should tell others to be strong secondly um you don't have to be strong all the time it's okay for you to feel vulnerable it's okay for you to feel like you're losing it it's okay to, for you to feel frustrated you know really upset disappointed sad any of these emotions are absolutely fine um it it doesn't mean that you will sit and dwell in it and you know just swim in it all the time it just means that you're giving yourself permission to feel all the emotions that you naturally naturally will feel um in such a situation so um you don't have to be strong all the time you don't have to look and uh, be uh, strong for others just be okay with accepting all sort of emotions that you experience 
and talk about it share it with people tell them that this is happening and uh, the other person who should be who, who should be uh, who is listening to you should just be a good listener and not give unsolicited advice so that's that's the other point that i just wanted to add well i hope this helps you um i hope this helps you or anybody you know who's going through possibly a similar experience do share this with anyone who you think will find it useful again we are super thrilled to be back i'm super thrilled to be talking into this mic to be able to reach out to you guys you know we have some very exciting guests coming up uh lined up for the next couple of months we intend to release at least one episode a month uh, and you know stay tuned to it again welcome back to the pursuit of endurance podcast um i do want to add one other thing um about uh, the mindset bit you know if there's anybody out there going through something similar you know still struggling or have already you know sort of gone through this whole process and you feel like you want to share your story you want to um, write to us about it we'd be really glad to hear from you um i think that there could be a lot that uh, we can learn from each other about this whole uh, process so do ha- uh, feel free to write to us at the pursuit of endurance at gmail.com all right you can also find us on instagram uh, with the same name the pursuit of endurance stay safe stay healthy